0: The Russians and Justin Danforth get it done for the Jackets tonight. It is something we all wanted to see. Let's discuss today on Locked on Blue Jackets. Your Locked on Blue Jackets, your daily podcast on the Columbus Blue Jackets, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every
1: day. Welcome to
0: Locked On Blue Jackets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Hayden Heilshorn. There's somebody new here with me today. Uh, I don't know who this guy is. Uh, just kidding. It's Jay Foster. We haven't done an episode together in quite a minute, but we're here to talk about the good, the bad, and the ugly of your favorite team in ours, the Columbus Blue Jackets. Before we get going, thank you to the everydayers for making this your first listen every day. Locked on Blue Jackets is free and available on all podcast platforms or free on YouTube and the Serious XM app. Today's episode is brought to you by Sleeper. Download the Sleeper app and use promo code Locked on NHL to get up to a hundred dollars match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. See Sleeper's terms of use for details. So. Jay and I live in different time zones. It's a little bit later for Jay. This would normally be an episode where he would just be like, yeah, I watched the full game. I I can't talk about this game. But after that one, I think you wanted to get on and talk about it because that was the best the Jackets have looked all season. You said it's the best they've looked in years. Great game tonight.
1: Yeah, just holy geez um that was a phenomenal game from start to finish um i was kind of looking at the the stats and stuff i was like oh who had good games basically everyone had good games um just no no complaints i have no i have no complaints about this game um goaltending excellent they figured out the scoring. Uh, they figured out the defense. Um, they allowed probably a few too many shots, but they outshot the Boston Bruins. And i i did not I did not see this coming at all. Even predicting a win for the Blue Jackets, I was like, "Yeah, it's going to be close. They they might goalie the Bruins, but what a what a win! Like that's that's genuinely." I don't know. They haven't looked this good all season. I don't know if they looked as good as this at any point last season. So. The thing is, Jay, is like
0: the Blue Jackets won tonight. They shocked everybody. But the truth is, this has been them the last four games, for sure, the last four games, maybe even all year, honestly, because I feel like, Jay, they've played a lot of games against good teams where, They've played good. They just literally haven't scored the goals or maybe haven't had the power plays to really you know, stay in games. But Columbus all year, and correct me if you feel differently, but I feel like the Blue Jackets all season long have played up to their competition in every game, have just lost a ton of heartbreaking games, i.e. the one that just happened on Sunday. But tonight, things go good for them, and things are starting to go good for them. And I just can't help but wonder, Do they have life this season? Like, is this, is it too late for them to start pushing for the playoffs? I know it's not, it's too early to be talking about it being this late, but it feels late for how early it is in the season. But I guess I'll just ask you, is it too late for them to make this push for the playoffs?
1: If the Blue Jackets play like that for the rest of the season, they can do anything they want. Frankly. Um, like we we did, we haven't even really talked about Spencer Martin. Like he was phenomenal. He deserved that shutout tonight. Quatrar goal, unfortunate. The Beecher goal, even more unfortunate, just a really, really stupid goal. Um, but he still comes out of this with like a 950 save percentage. Um I kind of said this in in yesterday's episode as well. Like, for the first time in a long time, I'm not worried about Blue Jackets goaltending. The Blue Jackets have two goalies that are performing above expectations right now which I genuinely don't know the last time that was true um it's been it's been a minute you know maybe since Bobrovsky left has has this has this been true you know um I just this was just really exciting I'm not I'm not quite ready to be like yeah this is a playoff team yet but I'm seeing a lot of good things i'm seeing you know and it looks like they're learning from their mistakes finally because how many times this season have we kind of gone in and looked and gone right okay they made a stupid mistake and then they do the same thing like for three consecutive games we've kind of seen it a little bit here they have just kind of turtled in the third period they did it against new jersey and were lucky to get away with the win they did it against carolina and uh it screwed them uh, they didn't do it as much against Boston. Um, Boston outshot them 13-9 to nine in the third period, but the Blue Jackets never really took their foot off the gas, and they never did... Um, they didn't turtle. They played like it was an actual period and not like a 20-minute penalty kill, which is a really, really good sign. Johnny Goudreau looks like Johnny Goudreau again. I thought he had a really good game all of the russians continuing to impress Marchenko, i think is officially back um and we'll probably talk a little bit more about vronkov later on in the game but that might that was his best game as as a blue jacket i think i thought he was excellent in tonight's game
0: yeah they're having a lot of things go their way and especially like all the russian players have been playing phenomenal like provrovs looked a lot better back on defense uh
1: Chinikov was flying around tonight. Chinikov has been exceptional in the past few games and has been very unlucky in terms of scoring. So it was really, really great to see him get one tonight.
0: Like, yeah, him skating past the Bruins defense tonight was speed that I've not seen from a Blue Jacket since maybe Scotty Hartnell when he got new skates against the Penguins in that (laughs) building, which that was the fastest a Blue Jacket has actually ever moved. Or when Jeff Rimmer called Big Josh Anderson with speed moving down the ice, that was a, he was a fast player too. But, yeah, they looked so much faster than the Bruins tonight. and it was just we'll get more into the semantics of the game because it was just such a fun and entertaining back and forth hockey game. But, you know, I look at the Blue Jackets right now and they have a seven and seven, they're seven, twelve, and four, twenty seventh in the league right now. They are the only team that's played 23 games, so they have played the most. I know that doesn't really matter because it's too early, but it is worth noting. I don't know. It just feels like the climb that they're going to have to make to get in the playoffs is just so ridiculous, even for just they just had so many losses in the first part of the season that really crushed them. And like, it's nice to be getting wins now, but I just wonder, is it? Two, two, like it's literally past Thanksgiving, American Thanksgiving. When you have said they got to be in it, it's past, and it's like it's kind of, it's kind of looking too late for me. Even. Yeah,
1: so the Blue Jackets you know? are currently five points out of the second wild card spot, which is currently held by the Toronto Maple Leafs. They've played four fewer games, um but have twenty three points. The Blue Jackets have eighteen points. The tricky thing is, like, I I think the Blue Jackets are going to continue to improve, but it's not just, will the Blue Jackets improve? It's, will the teams in front of them continue to fall? Montreal, I assume, will continue to fall. Like, the Islanders, the Sabres are struggling at the minute. So, you know, it's not it's not out of the realm of possibility, but I'm not quite ready yet to be, like, to be convinced that this is a playoff team. But three wins in the last four games since breaking the, the losing streak. And there's, there's, there's life in this team. Mm-hmm. They're not they're not dead yet.
0: They're not dead yet. That's It's so true. Anything can happen. That is just an absolute fact. Anything can still happen. And it's not like they haven't been getting smoked in their losses. Like, that's the thing that I keep going back to is they played so well in all those games that they did lose that they're kind of like, if they just can get some puck luck and just continue to build confidence and maybe even improve on what they have already built in these four games then they are gonna to continue to fly up the standings. But let's talk about more, just more about this game. Cause like I said, it's such a fun game. Blue jackets feel like they rarely beat a team like the Bruins at home. So we just we're gonna bask in it. We'll do that next on Locked on Blue Jackets. While well, we were talking about possibilities. Anything's still possible for this year. Let's not call the Blue Jackets out of it. You know, one thing that is also possible is if you play fantasy, daily fantasy hockey with Sleeper, you could do things like win 100 times your cash in daily fantasy hockey contests. Sleeper is our number one choice for daily fantasy sports and especially daily fantasy hockey because with Sleeper, you can win 100 times your cash. What players are you going to take this week, Jay? I'm probably going to take, uh, I don't know, Connor Bedard's a pretty consistent player to take in these kind of games. Uh, Connor McDavid, the Oilers are starting to play better. These are the kind of guys that you will be picking if you play daily fantasy hockey with Sleeper. You get to choose things between goals, assists, saves, plus, minus, and more for any given game. If you get the outcome of eight player stats correct, you heard me, Blue Jackets fans. You can win 100 times your money. Playing daily fantasy hockey with sleepers so start paying attention and nail your picks and get that uh big winning bet down use promo code locked on nhl and you'll get up to a hundred dollars match on your first deposit terms and conditions apply that's code locked on nhl see sleepers terms of use for details and locational availability Just a phenomenal win tonight. I don't think there's any other way to put it. I think the Blue Jackets embarrassed the Bruins tonight. I'm going to say that. I think they might have embarrassed the Bruins a little bit. Uh, I know the Bruins are like – we all watch this game. They're not playing their best hockey right now, like no doubt. Um, but I think they probably went into Nationwide tonight thinking that this was going to be a win. This was going to be the game to get them back on the right track, and I think you mentioned the player already that I want to talk about here. But Spencer Martin, I mean, the way that he held strong against some of those odd man rushes that the Bruins had—I'm uh, including Posternox one in the in the second there—who just he just didn't get that shot off. He tried to go for that extra pass, and it was too much. He ended up jabbing with with uh, Spencer Martin. And that was just a fun sequence because then you see Erica Branson come over and and David Posternock, who has absolutely no reason to cower down to really anybody, just looks so small there. So that was a big moment in the game for me tonight because it just felt like like, yeah, you're not coming here and you're not you're not you're playing blue jackets hockey tonight. Like it was the felt it was the first time this year, maybe not the first time, but definitely the strongest time this year. I felt like the blue jackets were playing like for something bigger than themselves. And like it just like they it just seemed like they that they weren't gonna lose that one tonight. Do you know what I'm saying? Maybe a little bit. I don't know. What were some of your favorite moments of the game tonight, Jay? Because there's so many to choose from.
1: Yeah, I wanna I just want to talk a little bit first about um the Bruins coming into nationwide. And I fully agree. I think they thought this was gonna be a get-right game. They just got seven goals hung on them by the Rangers. Um, they were embarrassed, they they needed A win. I think this is their first like three-game losing streak in like two seasons. Um, The Bruins needed this needed a win here, and I think sometimes teams get overconfident. And uh, I spent the entire game trying, basically, tweeting or like writing out a tweet and then deleting it of saying the Bruins look extremely un-Bruins like tonight. They didn't look like themselves. They looked sleepy. They looked a little bit lost. Things weren't clicking. Um, jinxes aren't real, but also they might be. So I decided not to tweet that. But um, I fully agree. I loved um Derek not getting in Spencer Martin's face and then immediately backing off as soon as Erica Branson arrived. I thought that was hilarious. Um, I think Chinikov's goal was my favorite goal. Um Just because it was one of those goals where you like you heard the audible just pop of the crowd losing their minds. Um, And he's been he's been overdue for a goal for a couple of games now. So really, really great to see him get one. Um, Honestly, I'm just I'm really delighted by this. I, I joked after the second goal, I was like, only Russians are allowed to score tonight and then Chinnikov scored to make it three. And I was like, oh, maybe only Russians are allowed to score tonight. And then they got the set with Marchenko. And that was just, it was just such a fun game. Like, I keep going over in my head and I'm like, man, I could talk about this game all day, but it wouldn't be anything exciting. It was really, me going, I love this game. I love this game. Uh, I want to talk about the power play though, because... Getting a power play goal, huge. Do I think the power play is magically fixed? No, but I think the past handful of games, discounting Carolina because they didn't get a power play in those games, um, I think it's looked really good. They went one for five, so 20%. I will take a 20% effective power play. Yes, it was on the five on three. It still counts. And the penalty kill continues to be exceptional. I don't know if this game has pushed them into first place, for the penalty kill, uh, but they are, they are right up there. Um, no, they are still, they are 0.2 of a percentage behind the Los Angeles Kings for the best, pa- for the best penalty kill in the league. They're currently sitting at 89.2%. So just great, great work from the Blue Jackets.
0: Oh, great work. I mean, that Chinnikov goal, it's funny that you said that was your favorite goal. I will admit, hand up, my, uh, iPad just absolutely lagged out for the 20 seconds that that goal Oh no! <laughs> I saw the replay of it and obviously was pumped. Um, actually, it was one of those moments where it lagged, and then like when it came back, the Blue Jackets were fist bumping on the bench, which is obviously like I don't care how they got it as long as they got it. But then once I saw the replay, yeah, that was a pretty electric goal for sure. My And then the power play goal after that was obviously amazing. That felt like definitely – Like, that was the goal that Nationwide had been kind of waiting for, right? Like, can we just get on the power play? And, again, I know it was a five-on-three. And I know the Bruins just had a terrible night. But can the Blue Jackets just look like they know what they're doing on offense for 20 seconds? And that's all it took, really. It felt like. I don't know how long it actually was into that five-on-three when the Blue Jackets got that Marchenko goal. But definitely felt like something sparked there. And then the way the game ended with Justin Danforth getting that empty netter was awesome. You know, crazy that the Bruins pulled the goalie with six I know. I,
1: always, I almost feel bad that they scored an empty net goal because I think it's going to discourage more coaches from doing the early goalie pull. And I love when they pull the goalie with, like, seven minutes left. I think – I like, I respect it so much. Like, you're down by three. What are you going to do? Be down by four? Like, it, <laughs> it is what it is. I pulled the goalie. I thought it was great. Um, yeah.
0: Credit Jim Montgomery on that call. But yeah, Justin Danforth, Jay, by the way, before we uh, move on, and maybe we'll think of some negative uh, thoughts from this game, but I really don't think there might not be any, but we'll talk about him next. But real quickly, Justin Danforth, plus eight on the year, leading this team in plus minus. That is so awesome. I'm having so much fun watching him play this year. All right, up next, we will, yeah, we'll talk about maybe any, any, some, any or, all concerns with this team, maybe some that uh, popped up tonight, if there even is some, and maybe look at the schedule ahead next on Locked on Blue Jackets. If you run a small business, you're an army of one, but you still need a CPA, bookkeeper, separate payroll solution, and more. Let Collective take care of the paperwork while you take care of business. If you're running a business of one, you're wearing many hats in your day-to-day, So with Collective, bookkeeping, accounting, you're going to need some of those when you're running your business. Collective is the number one financial solution for freelancers, contractors, and self-employed entrepreneurs that lets you focus on your passion, not your paperwork. So let Collective handle your paperwork that you dread, corporate formation and compliance taxes, bookkeeping, accounting, and even payroll. The best part, it's at a fraction of a cost of a CPA. So a great deal. Join thousands of solo entrepreneurs who have saved an average of $10,000 a year on taxes with their structure. Right now, Collective is offering one month free and no onboarding fee when you go to collective.com slash locked on NHL and tell them locked on NHL sent you. Tell them locked on Blue Jacket sent you. That's a $550 value for free when you go to collective.com slash locked on NHL and tell them locked on NHL sent you. That's collective.com slash locked on NHL. Tell them locked on NHL sent you. Okay, so I will admit when the Blue Jackets lost Sunday to Carolina, it was the end of the, uh, you know, the winning streak, which was only at two games anyway. I thought I was like, oh, well, this season's over. They needed to win that one. It's it's all over. I did not once think about that if you win three in four games, it kind of feels just as similar to a three-game win streak, especially if that win is against the Boston Bruins, who are still, despite slumping a little bit, first place in the Atlantic right now. First place in the league, I believe. Yes, I will take this win any day, and I am not going to say a single negative bad thing from this game, personally, because we will have plenty more games, I'm sure, to talk about negative things, Perfect Blue Jackets game tonight. Well done. Bravo, Blue Jackets. I don't know who to officially thank. Maybe Pascal Vincent. Probably Spencer Martin. Well, I'll thank Spencer yeah, Martin.
1: We can thank, we can thank both of them. Um, I want to give credit to Pascal Vincent as well, Um, who he changed up the lines very early on um, and put Voronkov with Sillinger and chinakov And it's something I've kind of been mulling over for a while is obviously these reports came out vronkov's homesick he wants to go home he is really struggling to learn english um and i realized that he had been he hadn't had a russian line mate since they put marchenko back on jenna's on the jenna Gaudreau line moving him to a line with another russian player and suddenly he has this incredible game like i'm wondering if if that's part of it i'm wondering if part of it is the report that came out that like over the weekend he decided actually i want to stay um Apparently a bunch of Blue Jackets uh players, management, uh team employees were like, no, we we love you here, we want you to stay, like, and he he changed his mind on that. But credit to credit to Pascal Vincent for making a little in-game tweak that I think worked really well. I like the Texier uh line a Fantale line a lot. It wasn't as productive tonight as I thought it might be, obviously because only Russians were scoring, but I like that Voronkov Cylinder. um shelico third line a lot i think that third line could be a big problem for a lot of teams so credit to pascal vincent for making that for making that switch um credit to the blue jackets organization for putting in the work to try and make a player who is unhappy in his current situation happy and uh just yeah shout out to everyone i think i said in in my like little post game tweet i was like everyone did just great and i stand by that
0: yeah yeah, I mean, it was a great game. It was a phenomenal game, really fun to watch. And, yeah, that Dmitry Vronkov news, when I saw that, well, first of all, it was a it was like one of those things that you see on Twitter that you just are, as a fan, as, especially as a Blue Jackets fan, you're just like, can we go – Right, no, I'll say again. Month? Can we go one month without hearing about a young player on the Blue Jackets that wants to either – go to back to his home country or leave the franchise entirely for a new franchise. Like, can we just stop hearing about that stuff? I mean, obviously you just hope that he can find, yeah, just find a community whether it's with the team or whether it's in the city of Columbus itself, but it sounds like he was encouraged by his teammates and players and staff. And even according to this Aaron Portsline report, his friends and family encouraged him to stay. So hopefully things start to turn around for him and he just starts to, I'm sure that's just a difficult, I've never been in a situation like that being thousands of miles from home. I've literally living 10 minutes down the road from my parents. So I am just totally coddled when it comes to that. But yeah, man, um, shout out, shout out Pascal Vincent for making that call. And yeah, things feel really good right now for Columbus. And I think you saw that with the emotion that the players played with and Dmitry Vronkov just knocking over Charlie McAvoy. I know he's like a whole foot taller than him, but that was that was pretty awesome because he didn't even mean to hit him. It was just kind of two guys, you know. like Two minutes kinda, being
1: big, it felt yes. a little bit like, you know. <laughs> like it was yes. definitely a penalty, but it was also a little bit, you have to go sit down for two minutes just because you're bigger than some other dude. Um, I really liked his screen as well on the Provorov goal. Like That dude is so big. So big. He's so big. Like, Swayman saw nothing. You could barely mm. see Swayman standing behind him, and he's wearing goalie pads. So, like, love that. Um, really glad that it seems like Voronkov is going to be here to stay because just, just a lot of fun. Definitely some things for him to work on in his game. But, like you said, we're not doing negative today. We're doing positive. And I, big, big Voronkov fan, can't wait for yeah. him to do more things.
0: Absolutely, and it's a good good rest of the week here because the Blue Jackets got uh, excuse me, the Blue Jackets got two more games at home. Uh, Thursday, they're playing the Wednesday they're playing the Canadians, and then don't know how dates work. 12-1, what what is that? Friday, they play the Senators. So I believe that's how dates work. If I'm incorrect, check us out tomorrow. Who even knows anymore? Check us out tomorrow because we'll be back uh, talking about. Probably what the Blue Jackets are going to do the rest of this week because those are two winnable games, Jay. Those are two winnable games, the Canadians and the Senators. Like, come on. If the Blue Jackets can do something like, I don't know, win five of six games here, then I think they're totally right back in a spot where they can contend for the playoffs. All right. Uh, Thank you guys for listening to Locked on Blue Jackets every day. My name is Hayden Hileshorn, my co-host Jay Foster on behalf of us. We appreciate it. Uh, If you're not already one of our everydayers, make sure you subscribe to Locked on Blue Jackets. We're available on all podcast platforms. We're here on YouTube, but we're also on the SiriusXM app. If you have any uh, comments, questions, or concerns, you can direct those to Jackets at gmail.com. But I also want to plug our Twitters. I can't forget to do that. I'm on Twitter at HaydenH971. Jay is on there at underscore J-A-K-O-B-F-O-R-S-T-E-R. The show is on Twitter at LO underscore Blue Jackets. And as always, until tomorrow, make sure you stay locked on.